Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Matt Verzal, former Husker, joins us and, of course, owner of Paisan's Pizza. I, I anticipate a busy Sunday for, for Matt Verzal as well. Verz, what's going on today? Oh, not much. We're just getting our school catering done and taking calls for Sunday already. So if you need food on Sunday, call early. Yeah. Spaces are filling up and <laughs> strategies are getting planned as we speak. So. <laughs> Calling Sunday is an amateur move. Call yeah, yeah, call on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Plan ahead. And, and whether, whether that's uh, in, if you're going to get a seat there at Paisons or if you're going to get a little carryout, uh, we know, especially when you've got good pie like that, uh, yeah, earlier yeah, the better. Yeah, you can call. You can call on Sunday. You might, you might be getting food at halftime, but you can call. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I know this. This this got me last night, and I know you as as a very uh, dedicated Chicago Bears fan too. Hearing Devin Hester, look, we we can we can accept uh, Julius Peppers as well because he did have three very solid years with Chicago, especially the last time they were in an NFC Championship game. But two in particular, Steve McMichael and Devin Hester, all getting the call to the Hall of Fame. Like that, that got to me in so many different ways. The the obvious with Mongo, but also Devin Hester with people who you know are against maybe a specialist getting into the Hall of Fame. I'm sure you you had a thought or two after last night. Yeah, it, it was it was very cool. I mean, it's kind of when you become a phase of the game that the other team fears. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's it's the same way as a great quarterback, as a great linebacker, when you start to make teams you play change your game plan, then I, I think you you are in a different realm. And, and you now getting in to the Hall of Fame for somebody that, that um, you know, did play, did play both sides, you play all sides of the ball. Yeah. But um, your main focus was the re- return guy. It's, it's nice to see. And then McMichael, you know, unfortunately with his health issues and all that stuff, it's cool to see him go in, which he would have been able, in a little better health, to be able to accept it and go up there because I'm sure the speech would have been amazing. Right. What would what would this Sunday be like for you if we do, and I'm hoping that it, it will happen again in my lifetime, it's happened twice, that we will see Chicago in a Super Bowl? Um... That's a great question. Um, the good chance I wouldn't be here, so <laughs> I would probably go to said location and yeah. watch watch the Super Bowl. But I, I don't. I think there are some Bears fans in town. I don't think there's a whole bunch of them. And then with Kansas City being good and a younger generation of kids that you are know, at that impressionable age when you find your team, much like most of us did. Yeah. You know, you found your team at a young age. There's a lot of KC in the house. So I don't know how how big of an influx it would be with Bear fans, but they would be I would be I would be at the game. Hopefully they just keep the Super Bowl in Vegas. <laughs> well see like so we're having this conversation because I know Gary was uh he was trying to get to the Super Bowl, but I think we all have sort of like a price point. I 
I think I would rather now I I'm I'm cheap, so I I wouldn't go like eight grand. But if I was able to get, say, anywhere between five hundred to a thousand dollar tickets to an NFC championship game played in Soldier Field, like I, one of my biggest regrets is I wasn't in Chicago when they beat Drew Brees and the Saints in that NFC championship game. Like to me, that would have maybe more of an impact than actually even being at the Super Bowl. Uh if as long as it's in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah. And I think the post party of it would be definitely worth it. Having been to a Super Bowl and when you see everything that kind of goes into it, mm-hmm. you're you would you would you would rather be at the Super Bowl. Okay. Because yeah, I always hear like it's so corporate. So you you got kind of like what 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 what's that experience like? Well, this is, again, now mine is spoiled. I, I've lived at times a very Forrest Gumpish life, <laughs> but I rode over like on the team charter yeah. and you know was hanging out in like a lot of the team areas. But and then the post, you know, the post game party, even though it didn't go good for the Raiders, going back to their hotel and, yeah. and seeing that kind of stuff. But just the fan, like the fans that are there. Mm-hmm. Now, now I was probably not quite to the full corporate level of it. We got there, you know, we pulled in, and there's plenty of people out tailgating and having a good time, and you know that kind of stuff. And we we had our, our, you know, some fun out there too. But getting in the stadium and seeing it all and watching it all happen was really cool. And and how much now, how much goes on behind the scenes as you're watching it, and, and all the delays and all that kind of stuff yeah. that you do away with that but kind of as a bucket list thing to say hey, i've been to a super bowl it was pretty cool yeah uh, that would be pretty awesome especially if chicago was involved to probably find my way out there uh, yeah i'm with you yeah. though like if i were to go i wouldn't want it like I- i'm sorry i'm nothing against the twin cities i like minnesota going up there but i don't want to go to a super bowl up there i don't want to go to new york uh during the super bowl either yeah i, I want the miamis i want the-, the vegas i want the tampas basically there's a common theme i want warm weather I want it like to be like a bowl trip, I guess. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And if you, you know, I, the northern cities, it's great, and you know, equal opportunity. And you built a stadium, you get to host. Mm-hmm. But the end of seasons, kind of taking it back to when like we grew up, was just you had a celebration of some form. Yeah. That celebration was an earned destination to different than where you were, and so that usually where we are at a little bit further north means you're going to the south yep. So, yep. or the west. But it's just warmer. It's just better weather. They don't they don't feel the need to have seasons until they get it. You can go sweat your butt off all year. But, yeah, it, I, I would always be in favor of having – and I'm good if, if it's always in Vegas. Yeah. Vegas is just built to host events. Mm-hmm. It just, it is what it is. I think if they wanted to move, the NBA championship was always going to be in Vegas. And the NFL Super Bowl was always going to be in Vegas. I'm in, 100%. Yeah. But it would just be, yeah. I vote Vegas forever. And I vote Vegas for everything. <laughs> Matt Verzel joining us. Do you have any feel uh, Sunday one way or the other? How you seen this thing go? I don't like anything about Kansas City, so I'm cheering for the Niners. Okay. That's yeah. fair. And Tom Rathman used to play for him, so yeah. that was my 
Hey, so it's good to have a GI boy in there somehow. So I guess that I'm grasping at straws to find a team to win that. But <laughs> we were we were getting into the conversation because as we brought up uh, the Hall of Fame class, we had a lot of people chiming in about the Roger Craig element too. Of yeah. why is Roger Craig not in? And I, I don't have a good answer for that, uh, Vers. I really don't. I I I'm I'm with the the crowd that when I watched. Bears Niners in the playoffs during the 80s late 80s you know going from Peyton to Neil Anderson days then to see the Niners start to overtake the Bears and then it eventually became San Francisco Dallas Roger Craig was such a big part of those games like big games too like I have no answer for that much like I talked about Devin Hester being an issue for an opponent Mm -hmm. Roger Craig was an issue for an opponent because if you wanted to take it away from him running, you know, they, I mean, he was Marshall Falk before Marshall Falk was yep. there. Yep. Great like it was what he was doing. And it's, and it's unfortunate that it was at the era that it was because, you know, that era was, was full back in the flat. It was then play action pass deep ball. But for what Roger Craig did for changing the position of running back, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't find somebody that did, that did more to help that position evolve into what it is today. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, Walter Payton would catch the ball in the backfield, Smith would catch the ball in the backfield, but Roger Craig, like, has a viable option, like, running routes and catching the ball was, and that's saying a lot for me because I think Walter Payton is, of course, the greatest to ever play. Yep, I so, second that. It was, I, man, it's it's tough, and I, and it sucks. Sometimes I just get lost in there with all the guys, and, it, and he's, he's a big name to us. Mm-hmm. Nebraska guy and you know all that kind of stuff, but not enough of the former players really kind of take up for him on what he meant to it. You know, if you look at Montana and, yeah. and Rice and those guys, they if they know they want that guy in there, they usually bring him up. Yeah, and if they started the cause and they started to raise hell about it, I, I think it would get handled sooner than later. One can hope. Hey, uh, before we let you go, I, w- I did want to get a Nebraska football uh, question in here, too. Uh, now, Matt Rule spoke after uh, the, the signing class was complete where Nebraska did uh, add to. He, he brought up something that I was – as soon as he brought this up, I was thinking about our conversation today uh, when it comes to – again, this is sort of a culture thing, but it, it's also what we're starting to kind of learn from this coaching staff and what Rule would like to build the roster upon – he mentioned about okay, do you are you still seeking the you know, maybe a quarterback to come in to compete or at least a one year guy to maybe provide some insurance and and he said usually they've had four but you know they've or usually they've had three he would like four but he he did kind of dig into the the one to two year guy how it's not ideal for them they're always going to bring guys in to compete whether that's a one year guy or a guy that they're bringing in as you know as a true freshman but. Their their ideal situation is to continue to get these guys in young, even from the transfer portal, to get these guys in with two or three years ahead. I don't know. I, I get when he talks sometimes he's kind of playing to the crowd, but I think there is some authenticity to what he says. I thought that that was a powerful message as far as the way that they want to continue to build this roster. More importantly, Vers is the retention, trying to retain guys, reward retention, and being able to kind of the whole get old, stay old part of that roster. I don't know. I like that he had to say that, and I'm curious if if that's kind of what you're hearing, if this is exactly what they are kind of setting out to do to build that roster. Um. It's going to take them a while to get old. I just started to look at the roster and 
break that down. There's a lot of there's a lot of RSFRs, a lot of FRs, and a lot of SOs on there. Yeah. So it's um your main goal in anything when constructing a team, an organization, whatever you're doing. When good talent is available, if you can get it to join your organization, you get it to join. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you have people in there that are older in your in your outfit that don't like that, then they're not the right person. If, if they don't want to go in and compete every day for that job, you will get what you get on the field. Yeah. But when they come in every day knowing that their job is at risk and they have to be at their best every day, then you'll start to have more success. Right? Mm-hmm. Practice habits are, are game day execution. Like that's kind of how it goes. So, so if you if you feel my job is safe, and you don't go give, you're not internally motivated, and you don't go give a hundred percent. You're not trying to be literally the best that you can be at that spot or that time. Then, then you're going to be mediocre. But when you go out every day, and you know, and I bring this example up all the time, Cluster Johnson will tell you. He, Cluster Johnson, highly touted in-state recruit, feared for his job every day because of Spencer John Vedrill, the Gregory Gorilla, mm-hmm. literally the most fearless human being I've ever met in my life. But Cluster knew a day off wasn't a possibility. And when we wanted to play Colorado and Coach Osborne run it to run Wham, where he was going to motion in the wing back, and the wing back was going to block Kerry Hicks at the nose. Mm-hmm. And Cluster wasn't real wild about that. And so they offered up, and Giant Vedro said, yep, I'll do it. And Cluster said, nope, I'll have to do it. So now i got to do it. Yeah. Like that, that, that balance on your roster, in your organization, only breeds success. It's all it does. You have to compete every day. There is no day off. There is no easy way. You have to do the work if that's what you want your culture to become. So... For the guys that if they want to get old, great. But that old guy can't get complacent, yep. right? Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. You can't think it's yours to keep. And you have to know, i got to go out and be great today or this young one's going to take my job. If they're striving to do that, then success will come with it. It's, it's inevitable if that's what you build. Yeah. But if you get it where you got, nope, it's your job for the next four years, now you got problems. Now you got issues. Because if that's at one position, then somebody's like, why is not that at my position? Why are you trying to replace me? I'm better than, than him. Well, then you got to prove it. But if everybody isn't proving it every day, that's coaches too. Mm-hmm. Coaches should not feel comfortable. Rules should, should mention, hey, you see what XYZ offensive coach did at Houston. You see what ABC coach did at, at Vanderbilt. I got to call that guy. I'm going to see. I, I used to know him. I'm going to see what he's up to. Mm-hmm. Right, there's got to be a healthy fear of being replaced. Yep. Vers is always great stuff. Again, we want to encourage people if you're uh, if you're getting in on the pies on action, on especially on Sunday, get them in early, right? Yep, call early. We're phone lines are open. We got our Sunday sheet all starting to fill up already. So give us a buzz, and we'll make sure we get your food on time, get you home in time for hopefully just an awesome Super Bowl. That's and right. If anybody's got Christian McCaffrey specifically. To throw a touchdown on any of their gambling sites, let me know, because I would like to bet that, and I can't find it on mine. Yeah, there's probably some offshore ones. You know, you might have to you might have to go to some some shady areas to find it, but I guarantee you, someone will take that action. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't even do the drive over to Iowa thing. I just stick with a human being, Bookie. <laughs> but I don't think he. I don't think he's that in touch with me. Like, hey, you want to do this? He's not down with that. One? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he liked it. <laughs> Especially when the not just the non-quarterback to throw a touchdown was yeah. plus thirty-five hundred. Oh yeah. yeah. Gotta be able to bet. Right, gotta be able to bet. bet. That's what I gotta bet. That's right. Gotta bet big to win big, my man. I'm right, worried about the betting big to win big. I want the specific bet. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll see what I can find. I know, I know, I know some. I know. I don't even want to call them sketchy people. I know some resourceful people. I'll, I'll see what I can find out for you. Perfect. Let me know. All right. See you, Verz. See you, boys. Matt Verzel. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You know, there's probably maybe a guy that goes by the name of Two Finger Jack. Maybe Vinny in Providence. Maybe, maybe a Vinny. Yeah, maybe I'm some of the guy, maybe some of the guys there in Providence at that uh, basketball game. Have a old lady come up to the umpire and say, "Hey, Freiburg Turtles, they're going to win." Yeah, just the old, uh, the old. Keep it fair. Keep it fair. A couple of the officials maybe getting the uh, five hundred dollar handshake. Speaking it, of, last year we fair. made such a big deal about who the referee was for the Super Bowl. The whole Carl Sheffers thing. Yeah. And Gary had a, yeah. a conniption over it. I haven't seen who this year's Super Bowl ref is. So in real time, thank you for bringing that up because I. As soon as you mentioned that, I was thinking, who are the officials? It's I don't believe it's Cleet. Uh, Bill Vinovich. Okay. Good referee. Okay. Hopefully they got that gig on merit. Uh, on the Pluto channel last night, or yesterday, so I had to leave. Um, oh, yeah, to go to the game as there's kittens on TV. They, they don't <laughs> want to be forgotten either. They used to have their own bowl game. But anyway, um, they had a Super Bowl 50 on so and so cleat. Oh yes. That was the uh that was the Peyton Manning Yeah um, Von Miller game. Yeah. Cam Newton versus mm-hmm. Peyton. Peyton going out on a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm with you and when we come back we'll get some final thoughts on the Super Bowl, but I'm with you it, as long as this thing delivers. And you know what, for the most part, even that really boring, kind of tough to watch Patriots Rams Super Bowl a few years back. At least it was close, I guess. There oh. just wasn't a lot of fireworks. It was, that was tough the to watch. one game I missed. I missed that Super Bowl because we were flying back from doing a game in Morgantown, and we landed just in time to see the fourth quarter, and, and that was like the extent of the action. I get lot. home, and and uh, wife and dog were telling me that the halftime show sucked, everything sucked. Your dog told sucked. you that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Good for Bailey. Uh, Puppy Bowl Sunday is big day for her. <laughs> we will wrap things up. Again, some final thoughts on the Super Bowl. If you missed it, who we like, and a couple of the prop bets, too, that uh, we also like for this one as well. And we'll turn it over to the Connor Happer Show here in about 15 minutes here on Mornings with Sharp and Hanley, 1620 The Zone. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.